0: It was just like... It was, it was Where in Italy of, was he from? I don't know if we got that Okay. the conversation. <laughs> and now, now he is missing, correct? So that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the Tino! That's the though. Okay. This is the twist. Hey, girl, I'm America's sweetheart and food-obsessed junkie, Joey Camasta. They say the quickest way to a loved one's heart is through food. So each week, my guests and I are going to share a spicy hookup story and the meal that was involved. We're going to recreate the dish and the date. Things are going to get hot in here, girl. This week, my guest is Adam Tabalea. Adam is the creative force behind the wildly successful my gay bartender on TikTok and
1: Instagram. Hey, queens! Beep, 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 beep. Okay, Adam, so could I get in your pantry? I mean, it might be a little bit dusty, but let's All do right, it. girl. <laughs> okay,
0: Adam, thank you for coming over on such short notice. Of course, I'm always I here. I do apologize for the air conditioning not being on. One, because our producer, Blair Marie, won't <clears throat> um, well, let me have it on because she thinks we're um, Steven Spielberg with these with the fucking the microphones. <laughs> I hate you. But thank God, um, Adam did come over with some Aperol Marie spritzes and Chris. Sure. So cheers to you, Alma. Thank cheers, you for coming. Honey. Thank you for having me. Of course. So we are um, sitting in the couch. I'm fully nude. Um, Adam is wearing a negligee.
1: I am. Rhinestone and Crescent, actually. So
0: um, this is the first time meeting you and I, I've I've been, I saw you on Instagram. Before and I'm obsessed with TikTok. Yes. Um, tell us a little about yourself. Are you are you a native,
1: Are you a New Yorker now? I'm I'm a New Yorker now. I'm a native Californian, Northern California. What is that? What do they call that? A, a transplant? Uh, yeah, we could go with that. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I feel like definitely I moved to New York City, and all of a sudden everything kind of fell into place. Like I always felt like I was moving two steps faster than everybody around mm. me, and then I got to New York, and I was like. Here we go. This is the pace that I live in. Now, at. did you
0: ever get caught up in any um, East Coast-West Coast gang battles?
1: Um, not really any gang battles. It's been a pretty peaceful transition of power. So,
0: but, but but both of our attire. I'm assuming you're a crypt. Like
1: uh, um, I'm. I mean, I am wearing blue.
0: Wait, so. I am too. But is crypts mean L A. and Blood means New York, or is there a difference? Oh
1: God, I don't know. I think I feel like they're everywhere. Aren't Girls,
0: they? if there's any gang members in the in the, on the in the chat, just make sure to sound off below. We'd like to find out what you think. But yeah, so when did you move here from Cali? So I moved here
1: eight years ago. Oh, oh
0: yeah, a seasoned queen. A
1: seasoned queen, yeah. So she's been here for a little while. I think ten years is the official like you're yeah. a New Yorker sort of situation. So we're we're gaining on that one quickly. Um, what made you come here? What made me come here? Yeah. Well, you know, she's a theater queen through okay. the honey.
0: So uh, it'll be- And those, got that most- regional cinema over in the in the Castro
1: wasn't cutting it. Uh, it just, it really wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I had a great time. I, I did work a lot like regionally and professionally in the Bay Area, but it just got to a certain point where I was like ready to make the leap. Mostly theater? Mostly theater. But I, like we, like you had brought up with TikTok, have kind of translated yes. some of that into uh, digital content, video, et cetera. Yeah. So that's been- um, Kind of a fun <laughs> product of the pandemic, if you will.
0: Yes, I remember that. So now you're living in New York, and yes. pre-pandemic you were go- you were dancing on Broadway. pre up
1: Priscilla Fris- Queen of the Desert. Well, not ma- not quite on Broadway, but you know, uh, it was in stage. Queens. Yes. <laughs> It's always in Queens with Priscilla. (laughs) Um, No, it was... uh, I've actually done a few shows since I moved out here. I was involved with Rock of Ages. I did Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. My last role that I performed was Frankenfurter and Rocky Horror. Stop it. Oh, yes, honey. She was on those six-inch heels... Oh, in all wow. Over the place. Yeah.
0: I can see that. You have kind of a, a Freddie Mercury. Not Freddie Mercury. So I do have a Freddie, a Freddie Mercury, Mercury but also you are a little bit of uh, a Tim
1: his name? Curry. Tim Curry. Yeah. Kind of the love child. So I'm here for that. No, yeah. for sure. You have a really big mouth.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
1: those were actually two of my obvious influences. That's why you probably got it. it. Yeah. Where was that show? Skilled. I love that show. That was in Jersey Baby. Dirty oh, that, Jersey. That's like Tom's up. River. Ooh. Oh girl. But I have to give a shout-out to Exit 82 Theater in Tom's River, New Jersey. They're like an amazing, um, queer-run nice. musical theater company, and they do amazing work for the community out there. And like, you know, it's not it's not the friendliest place in the world out there. No. But they are really doing the work to like make it a
0: friendly place. Yeah, right I know right. Tom's River well. Mm-hmm. I used to date a guy there when I was young, when I was a child. Oh, really? Yeah, and I used to um, live with his well, he obviously. he still live there? Oh, who knows. Ah! His name is Chuck. Okay. Charles, if you will. But mm. I call him a name Charles Chuckles. <laughs> his name is Charles, and he, I would drive from my house in New Jersey at the time, and I would drive, it would take me an hour to get there, and I would go there, Like we dated for like two months. He worked at Cost Cutters. Oh. And, wow. um, oh, no, no, he worked at the Red Wing Shoes. Oh. Pardon, at the time, now I'm aging myself. <laughs> And we, I used to drive down there all the time and we used to like do it in his like bedroom like and like his parents would just be downstairs eating. And we were like young. We were like 18 or 19. Okay, sure. So um,
1: I can forgive those conditions then because I feel like at a certain point you kind of age out of fucking people right. within your earshot of your parents. But yeah. when you're a teenager, you're like, you got to do what you got to do. For
0: sure. <laughs> so um, that's my story about Tom Zerber. Then I have friends that live there. I think Nicole has a house there, doesn't she? Uh, she oh she does yeah my friend has it. my best friend nicole has a shore house there oh so cute yes yeah, so i know it's I know actually
1: that. it's like a weird carnival type of a town but, but they're not far you're, to you're not too far from
0: asbury park which is I very do. queer i
1: love asbury park. me
0: too yeah i also used to fuck someone that were there, lived there see i did not i do he, have
1: friends that lived there but i have not fucked anybody
0: i have ever. he was uh, i fucked many uh, many people one was a professional wrestler named vicious vinny delicious
1: did he live up to his name
0: yeah, and um, when I met him, when I was like eighteen years old, and I was, um, and he was a bouncer at a straight club, so that was fun. You that know, was that fun. Energy. Yeah,
1: no, I, I, you know, I love acting, and and that has always been my my major passion. But kind of one of the things that led to you know my gay bartender being born was. Um, Trying to find a way to turn my survival job, which is bartending into entertainment, like that people can actually digest. And so I was like, why don't I treat myself like I'm a Food Network host? And started generating content. It started off as like a web series where I like- Uh, TikTok? TikTok, yeah, my gay bartender.
0: I'm going on. Um,
1: Yeah, go check it out. She's she's a good time. There's a lot of factoids. People are into it. You know, it's a good time. And where
0: do you, let me look at this. Where do you shoot them from?
1: I shoot them in my kitchen. Oh. In my kitchen, in my apartment in Washington Heights. Oh, there you are, look how cute. Yeah, you know. Lots of videos. Yeah, lots, lots of, of content. I'm gonna play this one.
0: Aperol spritz. that's what we're drinking. Let's see if I made them right.
1: Aperol, two ounces. Prosecco. Two thirds of the way out. Club soda, just a splash. And finish off with a little orange slice. So easy, so cute, and now we're drinking them
0: right here in the I know, life. but wait a second. So, like, how do you? I need to learn because I'm not very savvy on TikTok. So, I'm gonna have you teach me how to do TikTok. Oh, sure. Now, do you, how would you make that sparkle happen? So, okay, I, okay.
1: I, I do cheat a little bit because okay. I am a little bit adept. I, I'm a pretty, pretty deft hand as a video editor. That means a good. That means good at it. Yeah, it means okay. I mean, I mean, I'm good at it. They and don't so, have that word where I'm from. <laughs> and so I, I actually shoot everything in one take, and then I go into iMovie and I edit it and and create all of the effects in there. Oh then import it back onto my phone and then upload it onto TikTok. It's just for me it saves time. There are ways to edit videos in the app, but I, it is that just, seems annoying. It's technology that I don't understand. So I got
0: I found out some, through the grapevine that the Splice app was something I needed to get. So I got the Splice app. Is that harder I haven't to do?
1: used it at all. Have you how have you found it? Have it I, do I don't know. I mean, it's the only
0: one I know how to do I and mean, I think it's easier for me to do that. I mean iMovie like on the computer you do it?
1: Yeah on on the computer.
0: And it's like is it hard to find all, like, the, the sparkles and transitions and stuff? It's all just kind of there?
1: No. I mean, a lot of it is there. A lot of it has been a lot of trial and error through, you know, my own experience. Yeah. Uh, but I've always had, like, an interest in video editing. So I found that this was a way to kind of Yeah, I've been trying that. to do Because, like, in my line of work, um, it's something I have to do. And, like... Well, and here's the thing. The weird thing about TikTok is that it's very like niche oriented. Yeah. So I think having something like a, a personality or a brand like My Gay Bartender that's very specific, like, you know, you're going to get a specific energy just through a name like that. Right. And so I think that has been part of what has drawn the following that it's been able to draw. But also it's like I'm giving you like sassy, fun attitudes. Yes also like actual bits of digestible information that you can like apply into your regular life. And so I think that was something that during the pandemic, a lot of people were just looking for ways to connect we're looking for ways to learn how to do things at home. I don't think TikTok would have blown up the way it was if it wasn't for the pandemic. I don't think so either. I mean, everyone was home and they like needed something to do. Absolutely. Well, and and I was really resistant to it, honestly, because I was like, I don't really like, I've worked on trying to get my gay bartender out on Instagram and it hasn't been nearly as successful as it has been on TikTok. But on TikTok, it was just like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Like, all of a sudden, people were like, on board.
0: And I think it's good that you have like one thing that you're stuck into, And you do it consistently and you're constantly doing it.
1: It's hard though, because like, it's kind of, there's, there's such a thing as like content burnout. And this is something that I've kind of reached where I was doing, like getting a lot of traction and a lot of great followers and getting a lot of, um, collaboration requests from great brands. And I I got some really great opportunities and, you know, was making money through it and it was wonderful. But then it kind of got to a point where I was no longer making content because I enjoyed making content. I was making it because I was obligating myself yes. to do it. And so uh, that kind of led to me. And then on top of that, working in real life, bartending again this summer, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna give it a rest. I'm doing this in real life. And it's fun though, because I pop in every now and again, and I'll yeah. drop another video and everyone's like, it's so nice to see you, where have you been? And um, it's also just nice to like kind of relieve yourself of some of that pressure. Like, yeah,
0: that's uh, annoying to me. Cause I I, I get like these smooth swings cause I, um. I'm just like I, I go like hot and cold all the time. Totally. So I like I like trying to go off the radar a lot of times and then it's like I, like I'm not really trying to build like anything I'm just kind of sharing myself and my problem is I can't stick to one thing like I do all different things
1: right and I think that's that's the hard thing is that because sometimes one of those videos will hit and like, yeah you'll get a ton of views and then they probably right? want the same stuff Then they'll all want the like same an stuff and then they'll go back and you're like why and I've posted a couple of videos that have strayed from bartending like I there are videos of me as a kid singing Whitney Houston there's yes. a couple of like musical theater clips that I incorporated and like no we and want like to get drunk they don't really care they yeah. like we want to know how to make chamoy dip and I'm yeah. like okay let's. like
0: yeah you can't get into like um, hot topics about let's like do it. the Taliban or anything. They're like, yeah. a ma'am, and then, <laughs> I'm and to and making another drinks. part of it was,
1: you know, during Rona especially, I was going live and that's its own kind of weird thing where like people are literally just in their living room like watching you and I would just like go into my kitchen and like let's make a drink together and like yeah. what should I use and people would interact and like that was great. Right. But then you start participating in real life and you're like – Okay, like I don't need to make drinks in front of my in yeah. front of my phone anymore. You know, yeah. I can make drinks Wait, so for real TikTok, people.
0: So that TikTok, are you part of the Creator Fund? I have not joined the creator fund. I did. Is and that
1: controversial? I think that's a little controversial. Well, then how do you, so you don't make money off these things I don't then? make, I, I make money uh, through collaboration, basically. Does so that mean? That uh, means the companies, yeah, sort of, okay. like moral prostitution. Um, no, uh, I'll get like offers from companies to, they'll want to send me a product. Hey, do you, you get free shit I all the day? Do you get free shit all the time? I do get free shit all the time. Some of it is well worth it. Some of it is Still collecting dust in a closet in my apartment. And I so- literally just had
0: to hide a case of Bud Light um, right before you got here because uh, it's like the football season. Bud Light's been nice. very nice to me.
1: What? I love Bud Light.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can bring some out for you. Um, <laughs> so I'll show you the creator phone. We're going through my phone now. Now, this could be you. Hold on. Creator Tools, um, TikTok Creator Fund. Are you ready for the grand total? Of- yes. Are you ready? <laughs>
1: I've made $11.18. Baby. So this could be That's you. It. That could be me. It could be me. I Look, I, here's the thing. There are all kinds, of, there's like a wide array of ways that I have been compensated for like collaborations. Yeah. Some of it has been like a product trade where people are like, I just want you to feature or review my product. Right. And, and, and if it's something that I really want, I'll be like, yeah, me a bottle, I'll be happy to yeah. like pimp it out. Other cases it might be something that I don't really care about, or right. it might be like an artist. But like uh, you know, I set a, like I set a bar for myself like that I'm at least making $150 to make a TikTok video if I if it's not something So product. how do you make that money? Like from oh because
0: someone will send you the money to, to make the yeah. video?
1: Yeah, they'll send me money to make the video. Like who?
0: Like a like a liquor sponsor?
1: I recently did a collaboration with um Gogurt Schwartz. Miranda Lambert. Wait, so what did Miranda Lambert want from you? So Miranda Lambert was working with a, a an agency here in New York City that like oh. collab, that basically connects artists or personalities with um, LGBTQIA plus TikTok influencers. Was it during Pride? Uh, no, it was after Pride. Okay, so good. that was, that was you know, there were a lot of Pride collaboration. I, that's when I kind of got burnt out because yeah. I was like, okay, this is a little bit of overload. But... Um, You know, this company reached out and said, We're, you know, we're representing Miranda Lambert, and we would love for you to make a cocktail, inspired by her song Tequila Does, which had a remix music video that dropped, and she, I guess, has a gay brother. And so as a like cis white blonde country star, dropped a music video to the song Tequila Does that was like totally celebrating the queer community. And for that for a person in that like area of the industry, right. that's kind of a risky thing to do. And right. so I was like, you know what? I can give like mad respect to that. And so I made up a, a cocktail called the Tequila Miranda. What was and, in it? Um, it was Aperol, yep. <laughs> watermelon, that. tequila, and Prosecco. A watermelon tequila? No, watermelon. I muddled fresh watermelon into it. Oh, Then there was tequila, Aperol, and then you strain it and then do Prosecco. Did she watch the video? She did and she commented Stop! on it. Stop! Yeah, she gave me three applause emojis get a girl um, yeah and so that was that was lovely how nice um, yeah so Miranda. there's there's been all kinds of like fun opportunity and stuff like that but um yeah it's just it is a weird beast and yeah. it's like i think it's it's totally um a good thing and a normal thing to honor your instinct to not want to create when you don't feel like creating. Ugh. And, um, and it's it can be hard because, it, and there are times when it's appropriate to like push through right. and just like, even though it doesn't feel right, you just like, have to get over your creative block. But I think it's really important to like honor that also and like not always engage in content or collaborations that don't like, that you don't feel passionately about. Right. Like I've turned, started turning down a lot of collaborations because According. I'm just like, I'm not interested in doing this. I, yeah. This is not something I want to put. Well, my the, when time you get
0: to your level, you can pick and choose what you want now.
1: Kind of, yeah. My level, yeah. yeah. I'm just in the upper echelons of the rhythm I have to tell you, it's a weird ass place, man. No, I, I love joined. It, but I, it's was, a weird I was I was talking I was
0: talking off camera earlier to you about TikTok. You no, know, I originally joined because I knew that there was Dick Prince on the internet with gray sweatpants. Right. Yeah, I
1: mean, look, the first well, now traps, I follow you. The thirst traps were serious on on Instagram and like. Not Instagram. TikTok. Well, both, really. Yeah. They're rampant. But on TikTok, it's interesting because you can also, like, train your algorithm away from that. So if you don't, like, engage with those posts right. and, like, it starts bringing other stuff up. It's, like, weird how specific the algorithm it's gets. It's so crazy. On your For You page, because I'll get things that come up and I'm like, I don't know how you know that I wanted to watch this. Yeah. But this is exactly what I wanted to watch. I know. Well,
0: the phone's always listen to you. Yeah.
1: Well, Alexa's, she's here. Oh, she's she's going to start whining
0: out. Oh, sorry, girl. Now, okay. So what? for? <laughs> so the bartender. <laughs> Do you? What was like the most annoying thing um, that happens to the bartender? Are straight girls the most annoying? That's my that's, uh, my, that's my
1: audience, by the way. So I mean, tread 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 lightly. There are a lot of things, um, you know, especially making
0: something sweet, make, but like not strong.
1: N- like not knowing specifically what you want. Like you need to give your bartender some parameters. Yes. Don't just tell them whatever you want. Yeah, because you're gonna end up getting something that you don't like. Did you ever? Um, wait, I'm I'm I'm. Uh, what
0: am I? I have a trouble paying attention. Have you, do you know, have you ever had to make an angel shot?
1: Um, no, but I am familiar with Angel shots, and so I know girls, that that's something that has been kind of.
0: Can you tell my my girls my, my girls what that is and so why to use
1: it? Angel shots are basically it's like a code that you can use with a bartender, yeah. to indicate that you are in danger or uncomfortable in some right. way. Now there are I know that there are three delineations of it. You can order it neat, you can order it on the rocks, or you can order it with lime with lime, and they all have different. Delineations of the thing. I would order mean. the wrong one. Yeah, and, and I think that's where things get a little <laughs> bit muddy for me. Like truly though. Because like Especially if a girl's in distress, like she's not gonna fucking yeah. know what a lime is or so, what ice. So I th- she's trying to she's trying to take me home and I don't wanna go. Yeah, and like they're supposed to mean like, oh, I'm in danger, or like they each have like different Or
0: if you need it. No, I know what it is. Let's look it, it up. The angel shot is a special kind of drink order that alerts staff at that guest feels uncomfortable and he assists in context warning. This is post I can't read that. But um it says Neat or straight up indicates the bartender or server that the guest needs an escort to their car. So it wouldn't happen in New York for you. I'm going to scream against send it to you so you don't uh, call the police right. on a girl that just needs a ride. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um on ice or with ice indicates that the bartender or server that the guest needs to them to call them a taxi or Lyft or Uber. So you can use this on yourself, too. You don't have to be getting uh, touched by a boy. You could be like literally fucked up and like, no, bitch, I can't drive. Or like, all right, gotta but, get like, out of here. If you're she that Heather's fucked, fucked fuck up, me, are you going to remember all this information no. when you're
1: that fucked no. up? I didn't think so. Or, like, if but I,
0: hey. If my friend's annoying me, I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. Um, I'll be like, <laughs> oh, can I have an angels on ice? I was like, call me an Uber. Now, do you have to pay for the Uber? Do you think... Would you like if someone See, said that to you, mother Uber? Would you pay for their Uber just to feel safe and then to um, do a good Samaritan? No, I'd probably call them a taxi.
1: Yeah, because
0: then I don't have to deal with the payment. Right, <laughs> and then with lime or a twist, indicates that the bartender or server, the guest, needs them to call the police. Um, and I definitely would fuck this up if I was.
1: If I, was. I yeah. Well, and I, I don't know. I also this seems to be information that is permeated through specific like social media mediums. Um. And I don't know that, like, everybody is always aware. Like, there are tons of bartenders who, if you went up to them and asked Hell them for an yeah. angel shot, are not going to know what the fuck you're talking about. They're
0: like, ma'am, we don't so, have any of this. It looks like you've had enough. Get like, the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. So get her out of here. So I mean, <laughs> Put her in the back of your again, car. <laughs>
1: and not to knock the idea. I think the idea is a great idea. But, like, there's so much margin for error that it's like, I'm... <laughs> get the fuck out! Like. I'm curious to know how many people have, like, walked up and asked for an angel shot and have been, like, completely Stop!
0: fucked over from it. Oh I my don't God. know. And the girl's like, you know. Okay, I don't, like, angel, wake an angel and shot. I was like,
1: no, I don't know. And the
0: lady the, the bar was like, we don't have anything like that here. <laughs> <laughs> we got Bud, Bud Light. Um, we got Jameson. Yeah, Aperol Spritzes. <laughs> and the tequila does. <laughs> and that's yep, it.
1: The remix, though. The remix. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, ladies, if you're ever in a in a hurry, I'm um, in, in a need for something. May, order an angel shop, but make sure you the bartender knows what it is. Just keep winking until they get the idea. Yeah, wink, wink. Pretend I'm a bartender. I like to do this too because I love. My favorite drink is I love the Negroni. Oh great, yeah, the classic. I, I love a Negroni. Love Negronis. I love mezcal. I love smoky. I love a mezcal Negroni. I love smoky. Um, I love bitter. Yeah, I love. I, mean, I I mean, I could take a hint of like this is like the sweetest I'll probably go sure. as a drink, um, normally. I'm sweet enough, okay? I got I, I got too much sugar in my tank, me? if you know no. what I mean. I and I'm not know. just talking about diabetes, okay? <laughs> um, so I always um, like something a little bit smoky, maybe a, ti- a little tart, something like that. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you to make me, I'm going to tell you my favorite, I love tequila, I have mezcal, I love citrus, I love all that, and I like um, strong things.
1: What would you make me? I mean, my initial reaction is to make you a Mezcal Negroni. Yes. Because that, like, I actually have been having a hard-on for Mezcal Negronis lately. Yes. And I love Mezcal and I I love Negronis, but, like, like, I've had them in the past, but I don't know what it is lately. I I think I'm on a Campari kick lately because the other day I was at a bar and I literally just ordered a Campari and soda. Yes. And I was like, am I... 70? Am I better <laughs> like, than else?
0: When, when did this happen? Well, sometimes you just need that little, it's, they, they call it a digestif, so they so it's, it's good, especially if you eat a lot. Or it's like, healthy. It's good for you. Yeah, it's like bitter, and it kind of settles your stomach, so yeah. I like that as well. Now, I've told a bartender recently um, it's the same kind of vibe, and they came up with something so fun. I've been trying to remake it, but the, my liquor store never has the fucking things I need. It is tequila blanco, and...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, ancho reyes verde oh green, i had this i ancho, tasted this passion fruit liqueur <sighs> bitch when i tell you and then there was like you know probably some citrus or something in it passion fruit this shit age, was so
1: fucking i'm so obsessed with passion fruit. i love passion fruit have you ever had chinola yeah it's a passion it's like a passion fruit liqueur that's what it is yeah that's yeah, yeah. the same it. one he the same the Ro- one. rojas the, um it's
0: anchos reyes, so reyes yeah that and then um for something else, maybe like some special grapefruit. It was like tropical. It was it was uh kind of smoky from the um, the pepper the liqueur. Unsure, yeah. It just was my favorite drink, and I still couldn't make it um to this day. But yeah, that's something I want to make someday. That sounds delicious. I know. Now you look like um exotic. Whether you um are you Italian? Are you uh Colombian? No, I'm not Colombian. <laughs> no. Um, very, he's, he's
1: tall, dark, and handsome, and hairy. Tall, well dark, handsome, just a little bit furry. Uh, I am half Irish and I'm half Filipino. Oh, fun. Surprise. Yeah. I weirdly, like it, in my family, um, we were not super um, saturated with Filipino culture because yeah. My family came over here really, really early uh, in comparison to a lot of other Filipino or half Filipino people that I meet my age. Um, you know, I'm like fourth generation, and yeah. a lot of other Filipinos. Your dad's Filipino, or your mom? Is? No, my mom is Filipino. My dad is Irish. Oh, um, and so like there were not many food traditions that were really passed down in my family. Yeah, there was chicken adobo or pork adobo. Yeah, um, then Filipino is, is
0: for those who don't know the Filipino cuisine is like I'm between three things. It's kind of um, it's definitely Asian and Cuban Latino. Yeah, Spanish, Spanish, Spanish flair, but that then with a
1: little bit of island in it. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of like, it's a, it's a, the cuisine is like quite soulful. Like, lots a lot of like, breads, lots of sweet breads. Lots of breads, lots of like stewed meats, things yeah. that are cooked for a long time. Um, rice, of course. I mean, the big thing in in my family was lumpia, What's which that? is basically like uh, a Filipino spring roll. Oh, Yeah. And like, you come know, on, deep fry. I feel like every culture has its version of like a spring roll or like some, you know, ingredients wrapped inside a wrapper in front. Right. Um, And so, you know, my family has its own way of doing it. And I know that every family has their recipes. So in my family, we use ground beef or ground pork. Mm -hmm. We use shredded green beans and shredded carrots. And that's it. And, and, you know, a little bit of garlic uh, garlic powder, some salt and pepper. I never had a shredded green bean. Um, It's excellent. And then you wrap it up in these, like, really crispy, super thin, ultra-thin little wrappers. You deep fry them or shallow fry them. And then um, it's served with... uh, Whatchamacallit with uh, banana ketchup. Like apple cider No, no uh, banana ketchup. Apple cider vinegar and a crushed clove of garlic and yum! fresh cracked pepper. It's like it's so good. Oh, I love that kind of sauce. And all, like, when you marry, when you are a white person that marries into my family yeah. you show up at the holidays and the first thing you say, where's the lumpia? Lumpia. Uh, it is like... We should have made lumpia today. I know. We should have made lumpia. That's okay. But we're talking about hookups. Yes. Right? I didn't hook up with anybody who made me lumpia. <laughs> That's exciting. Wait, how fun. <laughs> yeah. So I love, I you know, it's interesting, like, as I get older, like, because... There was sort of like a dilution of my culture as I was growing up, like on my Filipino side. I found that like myself becoming more and more curious in it, yeah. As that I become an adult, and you know, I, I find the importance in it now uh, as an adult because it's just it like it was kind of like a method of survival for my family. Like we assimilate into the American way. Wait, like, so that's you told me that you
0: took your mother's—that's your mother's maiden name. Your last it name. It is my mother's. What name is your name white name? name? Barry. So it'd be Adam Barry. So I my, my are you related to. Hey, what's up? What's the drag queen of does Britney?
1: Derek, man, Derek, man, Derek no! Barry. Are you related to her, ma'am? No, but I am a Britney stan. Do you have brothers and sisters? I do. I'm the youngest of six. Oh my god! I know, baby. Um, they are all half siblings, so I'm the no, only no, product of my parents. Oh, good. Yeah, my my mom. Do, your and other, I, do
0: the other brothers
1: and sisters resent resent you for that? Uh. <laughs> I am kind of the golden child. I mean, because like not only am well, I the, the baby, baby yeah. but I'm also gay. So, yeah. you know that also uh, kind of ups the ante for me. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I've I've been an uncle since I was three years old. Stop. So like, it's so funny because it even in this age bracket in my 30s, people are like having their first niece and nephew, and I'm like, girl,
0: like yeah, old I've hat, that.
1: girl. Like been I'm there, the done that. I'm the auntie from the city who comes and like gives you alcohol. Oh <laughs> like, my god. Are you dating now? I am, yes. I have a partner. He's wonderful. His name is Jonathan. Jonathan, your partner, Jonathan. How long? Where'd you girls meet? Uh, we met actually through social media. From the bar, bar- bartending? Uh, the gay bartending? bartending, no, because he actually has quite the social media following Oh, yeah, you so. told me that. Yeah, what is his If name? you are a musical theater human being, uh, queen of any gender identity, um, you'll probably be interested in visiting Inappropriate Patty. And it's on, on Instagram? It's on Instagram and it's on TikTok. Um, how do you spell inappropriate? I... <laughs> Ma'am? I-N-A-P-P-R-A-P-R-E-I-A-T-E. I-N-A-P-P. Jonathan Hoover? Jonathan Hoover. Okay, Look your, at
0: him. Your boyfriend's last name is Hoover. Does he suck good to I mean, Hoover. he'll definitely
1: live Okay, good. Because
0: like. if that was my name, like, and I as many guys as I have long. He did not disappoint. <laughs> I remember Patty LePone, she said, what would you do if Trump came to your... Showtime. She goes. I wouldn't perform. She goes. Why you're not? Because he goes. I because I hate the motherfucker.
1: How about that? Is yeah. What she, yeah. She's and She's literally an icon. Yes. Um. And so what's interesting about it is that I mean this has put him in contact with a number of like high profile Broadway stars. They love what he does. Yeah. Um. And it's been, I've been such like a proud partner, like watching his social media following grow. He always pushes me with my gay bartender. Yeah. We collaborate on a lot of our projects together. And so I think that's like. One and of the cornerstones of our relationship, like really thriving. And a that. lot of couples don't like to work to be, uh, be with someone in the same kind of biz. It, it's true. And I, honestly, this is the first time that I've dated another actor, specifically yeah. in musical theater. And so the, the good thing is that we're very you, different people. And you get double costumes. Right. Well, true. I mean, honestly, yeah. most of the videos that you watch and post now are all things out of my closet oh, because good. I have, a, you know, I've got quite the disco closet at home. Oh good, so, how excited! So yeah, we, we definitely collaborate on that and we have a lot of fun together, so. So what um, we're going to be doing today is we're going to be talking
0: about, not about Jonathan Hoover, we're going to be talking about a, a spicy Italian boy. Yeah, a
1: little a little, a little, a little Italiano nugget.
0: Okay, so this show is called Could I Get In Your Pantry? So I definitely want to talk about the hookup story and I want to know what you yeah. made him. And now you made this dish, or something you got at a restaurant?
1: No, this is actually something that we made together. Oh. He actually taught me how to make this. so like Even
0: sexier. Very romantic, right? So wait, set, set it up. So, Where did you chew meet? What's so his name?
1: Picture it, Sicily. Um, no, uh, so his name, uh, we come to find out, is Mikhail. Mikael. Um, Or like you would say Michael in the, in America, is what he told me. And I said, no, your name is Mikhail. I'm going to call you Mikhail. Mm. Um, But anyway, I met him on Grindr. Yes, I did. I was staying in the city for... Um, Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, you know what? How this, long ago was this? This was maybe like six years ago. <coughs> so, you know, a couple years into my, my being here in New York. Uh, and so I, you know, no one wants to be alone for the holidays. So right. Because oh, your, your family was back home in? In California. Well, California. and I have, you know, six siblings that are, you know, all over the place. I'll and, take the garbage. And, thanks. Um, I have six siblings that are all over the place who have kids of their own and so like Christmas has kind of become a very scattered event. Right. And so I, I, I like to stay in the city. There's something magical about New York in the holidays, I think.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: and anyway, so I, I found this guy. Uh, Ungrinder. What was his
0: picture so. of? Was it, was it, was it just it was his chest? It was oh, he had his face.
1: I, I, I have a pretty discerning palate so I always try to make sure that
0: You have a face pic.
1: Uh, Yeah. And at the time when you're looking, was it nighttime,
0: was it daytime? Were you looking for like straight up dick or were you looking, you didn't really care what you got? I didn't really
1: care what I got. I was just kind of like looking for somebody who was, you know, willing to hang out on Christmas, which is, you know, not always. This was Christmas day? Like Christmas Eve into Christmas day. So what time, so this is the nighttime on Christmas Eve? This was probably during the day that we started talking Mm -hmm. um, and chatting back and forth and like, you know, trading pictures, whatever, talking about what we're into, what we're looking for.
0: Did you send a whole pic first?
1: They- uh, no. I don't really have any whole pics.
0: Same. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, <laughs> did he send... Did he send... Did you send nude photos? Uh, this I'm
1: sure there were some suggestive photos, but nothing like... Probably... I Just mean, your bush? I don't think that or this, this was also, remember that this was also like pre-PREP. And so right. the the really like piggy stuff hadn't become super mainstream yet. Right. Um, And so he wasn't, yeah, no, I, I don't think he, and you know. And wait for my listeners, my
0: straight girl listeners, PrEP is um a medicine that the gays take so they um have less likely chance of contracting HIV. It's true.
1: And it's excellent. It was quite revolutionary for our communities. So. Yeah,
0: my straight girls don't know about this. I literally yeah. had ninety-five percent straight people. The other two, oh, choos- the other Hi. one said my father and Blair.
1: Wow, I don't relate. Well, uh, <laughs> now that all these
0: queers on my show.
1: The gay community will start coming out the woodwork. Well, look, Come that's, what, that's what we're here. You got you got another one here right now. Oh, um So anyway, he we agreed to hang out and spend the night or whatever, and uh, the first night of meeting. Yeah. So where did you guys meet? Oh baby, I was aggressive. Oh, he came to my place because my roommates were out of town.
0: So he came to your place. What, what time was? did he come home? Or what did you have planned for the day? Did you plan on getting a dick first and then?
1: No, no. Having it was a more kiki? Like, I, I like to have a kiki first and then, Same. you know, if it goes, if it gets to the dick, then it gets to the dick. Yes. Um, That's how this podcast works. You, you gotta, yeah, Exactly. You gotta kind <laughs> earn that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: So, so far, I got a bottle of of water boiling. Yep. We've toasted some walnuts. We have about a cup of walnuts that we just toasted in a dry pan so they get nice and nutty. You should be toasting your nuts, everyone. If you're not, you're not getting the full um, flavor of the nuts. Raw nuts are kind of like bitter. These make it creamy and good.
1: So we toasted our
0: nuts just in a dry pan so you start smelling fragrant and then you take them out. We've also shredded about a cup and a half of um, freshly grated Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese. Grade it yourself because the other the powdered stuff. You don't get a can of craft for this recipe. There's minimal ingredients with this recipe, and like Mama always says, um, if you're not using a lot of ingredients, use the best quality ingredients. So every because they're going to shine, you're going to see it and Absolutely. You're gonna
1: taste it. Well, and I have to say, you know, in this dish. So when, when Mikhail came over yeah. to, for the initial hookup, and grant you this turned into like a kind of an epic tale, um, he actually taught me how to make pasta from scratch. Oh. Now I am not that bitch, so we're yes. using-
0: you know, The fettuccine, dry, gorilla. Fettuccine.
1: But he actually showed me how to make pasta. So you made pasta that night. Scratch. Yeah, so he, he helped me like roll it out and cut it and, and, and made it in this sauce. And he's like, you know, very simple, very traditional. Very traditional. And yeah, and <laughs> so I was like, okay, great. Um,
0: uh, and it was just Did like- Did he tell you what to buy or you just had the stuff on hand?
1: Uh, we went to the store together. Yeah, it was that kind Where of- Where in Italy is he from? I mean, I from? guess this was really more of a date than yeah. a hookup, but like there was like, and he was like rolling spliffs the whole time we were like smoking, smoking in your own kitchen. cigarettes? Yeah. it was just like, it was-, it was Where in Italy kind of was he from? Stuff. I don't know if we got
0: that- Okay. The conversation. <laughs> and now, now he is missing, correct? So that's,
1: okay, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the, that's the tea though. Okay. This is the twist, okay, seriously. Wait, can we, let's get, let's, let's lose track. Let's do this, wait, okay. So actually right now we're gonna put this fettuccine in. Okay, so the water, is gonna, I can salt that water, hold on. Okay, because this is gonna take a hot second. And so we're gonna salt that water heavily, like the sea baby. Is that enough water? We don't want no bland pasta, possi- yeah, no, this is plenty. I, right. I mean, we're just gonna put all this in. Right? Yeah, all well, the Okay, so
0: in we go. So we just put our pasta in our boiling water. We had the we, we, we toasted our nuts. Yeah, baby. we had the tr- the parmesan cheese shredded. And mm-hmm. now what do we do next? Okay.
1: So we're going to take these nuts out of the pan and we're going to chop them up. Like give them a nice Yeah, I'll show you uh, Not. I'm going to give the pasta a little zhuzh, little agitation. So you and Michaela then. go to the grocery store. So we go to the grocery store. We get these ingredients. Again, very simple, very traditional. And he teaches me how to make pasta from hand, um, which was like an exciting thing for me. You know, I'm like a Food Network bitch. I love I love getting in the kitchen. And yeah. so a man who can really like show me something new and exciting is going to do it for me. This, and then again, he was like rolling us little, little like weed spliffs. And that's spliffs. half a cigarette, half weed. Yeah. And it just felt very... European. Um, now, at this point, have you kissed or made out or touched at all? Oh yeah. I mean, but that, that kind of in, introduced itself uh, quite naturally. And just kissing had, though. Just kissing until you know well, we had to have our meal first, and then you know we went back and.
0: We well, don't get. Don't fast forward. There's. There's. All right, ladies. Everyone, drop their panties. The hot stuff's
1: about to begin. Oh my god. Start
0: gently playing with your nipples.
1: Um, Actually, it was really more romantic than anything else, which I think is kind of. I like that too. No, it was exciting. I loved it. Um, and it, you know, and kind of getting back to what you had initially introduced. So like, this went down, we had a great time. We were definitely like physically compatible, so that was great. Did you wear a little uh, fancy red outfit for Christmas? Uh, No fancy red outfit for Christmas. However, I did make him watch the Rockettes Christmas Spectacular the day of Christmas.
0: How long had he been in the U.S. since, um, Oh is God, it? I mean a
1: few months. Okay. He was in, He was there for film school and had been like directing some music videos and shit, which I guess things were going pretty well for him. Ooh. And, you know, so we had this amazing hookup, had the amazing meal. I was like, oh my God, how romantic. This guy taught me how to make fucking pasta from scratch. How easy is that? Oh. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we we had a lovely time. We definitely connected physically. And then, you know, we saw each other a couple of times after that. And, you know, we were in touch on through social media and text message and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, life took me in other directions and we kind of fell out of contact. But I have tried to look this guy up just to see like what yeah. happened to him. You Should know? we text him now? <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to, um, but actually, I wonder if his n- number is still on my phone. Wouldn't it be funny if this entire time I've been looking for him and he has the same number? You never tried um, to text him? I don't think I did. Do I you want to I... get you a rag for your, for sweating? Yeah. It's <laughs> We're adding a little extra seasoning to this, just au naturel. So, so far we have Woo!
0: tossed, we, so far we chopped the nuts, ah. we got the cheese done, and I think this is gonna come together quite quickly. Yeah. Now let's talk about more that night. So the first night, Yes. he slept over, obviously. He did. So after dinner, did you like, you were smoking spliffs,
1: were you drinking red wine? <laughs> we were drinking wine. And uh, you know, it, it was just like one of those things where we were like hanging out in bed, like, Mood. with the window open, like, smoking. and just I love like, smoking. Yeah, just like... And you had butt sex the first discovering night? Discovering each other's energy. No, we didn't... We actually didn't even get to full, complete, penetrative butt sex. Did you just... So that's kind face? of part of the... Again, part of the mystery of him disappearing like that is that, like, you know... Was he uncut? I'll never know. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. it's from the Mediterranean. Are you uncut? Huh? No. Okay. Unfortunately. But yeah. you know what? That wasn't really... I didn't have an opinion. I was too young. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, you, you could have ordered an angel shot. I, I should have. Yeah. Came out of the womb, bam, excuse me. I need a taxi to get <laughs> yeah, away yeah, from- To get away from the, the circumcision. <laughs> um, so our pasta's doing good. She's doing great. Um, and now we're gonna start sauteing a little bit of garlic in the same pan that we toasted our walnuts in. So- oh, The garlic's there. Oh, you need oil? Yeah, we can start heating that up and then all crack this open so this dish is like super simple and it's just like a very basic now
0: this is something that his, his uh his, his parents would make back in his Italy. grandmother
1: he said i can't wait to make this i never had anything with walnuts and pasta before yeah it's surprisingly delightful um and basically what we're gonna do is we're gonna saute some garlic in here in this olive oil uh-huh. we're gonna throw our walnuts in okay and a little bit of our uh whole milk Cook it for a little while and melt some Parmesan cheese into it. Then we're going to finish cooking the pasta actually inside. Right. Uh, oh, and we're going to add some thyme and all that good shit. Um, and then we're going to finish cooking it in the sauce and uh, add a little pasta starch water to like... Yeah, get everything, everything glossy and thick. And gorgeous. I'm going to set this aside. Yeah, put her aside. And then I'll get to this gualic.
0: So now you... When, after Christmas Day happened, Christmas Eve happened, he slept over again. You never, when did you, when did you leave so each yeah,
1: other's th- He, I think, if, if memory serves me correctly, he actually came over the next night. And then he went off to go do his own thing. And then I invited him again. That same night? Over the, the next night. And he came over again. So we had like a little weekend rendezvous. Sweet little Italiano. It was very romantic. It was very romantic. And like. You know, I was a fucking hot mess at the time, and like, yeah, you know, still getting my feet on the ground in New York City. How old was who were you guys? Oh God, I mean, I had to have been like thirty at the time. How thirty-one, old was he? thirty-one, maybe. He, oh, uh, I mean, he was younger than me. Like, 20, oh, he was twenty-six, twenty-seven, maybe, at the time. Mikael. And now I have no idea where this bitch is. I have no idea. Like, I don't even know. Like, is he alive? You're not good at stalking. Us. I would find no, him I a d- second. No, I, I, you, go,
0: do it right now. Where's
1: my phone? Where is your phone? I'm getting it.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna find this man. You look it up. I'm searching his name now. Now, if I'm gonna do a quick Google search so right M-I-C-H-E-L-E now.
1: M I C H E L E is how it was spelled.
0: M I C H E L E. Or
1: is it Mikhail or is it Michel? Is that him? No, that's definitely not him. Okay,
0: that's not him. That's
1: fabulous. Okay, but you guys,
0: it's hotter than a witch's titty. Maybe we just open the it's sweating. It's hot. Let's uh, throw these walnuts up in here. And in, in, the, in the garlic? Yeah. Okay,
1: we're gonna garlic and oh, we got oh, garlic oil and nuts. So yeah, anyway, he doesn't exist anymore. I I really, I I have no answers. Was his sex good? Yeah, it was very, again, it was very, like there's just something about
0: what did he look like if you had to explain him.
1: He was like short and quite slight and uh, had a really great smile. And like, Mm. I I could say very symmetrical. Like, is that weird? Like I remember his face just being like a drawing. Oh, and he had a fancy accent. Yes, he did have a fancy accent that was very charming. Was
0: he hairy or smooth?
1: Uh, he was like a little fuzzy wuzz.
0: Fuzzy wuzzy was, he wasn't?: Did you eat his ass? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. Yeah.
1: That was one of the first orders of business when I got to the bedroom situation. You know,
0: I brought home a 22 year old the other day. Oh my gosh. Um, and I ate his ass. How and was it? he never called me again. Well, actually I went soft in his mouth while he was performing Felicia on me. I see. I've so, been there. You know yeah. what, when you get to be a woman of a certain age. And then he never called me again. How rude. He stopped returning my calls. Well, I, you
1: know what though? At 22. 22. Don't know any about I
0: was only the third guy he hooked up with. But okay. I, I sucked his dick like a like a, a, a watermelon through a hose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is it? Got lemon through a, what's the what's the old saying, everyone? <laughs> like a snake, a garden way. hose? Yeah. Like a like a watermelon through a yeah, garden no, hose. That, makes sense. that means there's lots of suction. I, I got it. <laughs> um yeah, and he never called me again. This is called uh, getting ghosted. It's a very real problem these days. No, you never told him. We, we added the milk so far. We, oh, so, yeah. So we had garlic and oil in the pan. We added the walnuts and sauteed those down, added about a, uh, about a cup of milk, and now he's going to go in with the Parmesan cheese. Yeah. And we're going to whisk this in, and that's going to be our sauce, and then we're going to mix the pasta. I'm so excited about this. I'm going to copy this and say I made it. I mean, right? It's pretty easy. All right, now you want to sauce to juice down a little bit. Our pasta is looking good. We can
1: start taking that off. Yeah, and throwing that in. And, and now let's not ref- let's not forget to reserve some of the starchy water. Oh, I'm not. I'm just gonna pull it out and put it in there. Oh, Okay, gravy,
0: even better. So we're gonna have to transfer the pasta into the sauce to finish cooking in the sauce, right? Right. Correct. Yeah. Have you ever made this recipe since Michael left? I have not. So this is a bit of a shot in the dark. Are you getting horny? Um, it's feeling pretty good at the moment. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to eat my ass?
1: Um. I don't know, I kinda wanna eat this pasta first. Okay, fine. But we can see what happens after that. Yeah,
0: for sure. All right, guys, we're gonna plate this dish and then we're gonna head into the bedroom um, for a Friday. Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're back on the jape. Your apple spits are delish. Mm-hmm. And we have our Christmas pasta. Christmas. ass eating pasta. Grandma,
1: rimming, spliff.
0: Yeah, I didn't smoke a spliff yet, but um, we'll this looks there. delicious.
1: Let's try this now. Yeah, let's now, we did it. No,
0: we did just text Mikel and see if he writes back. We
1: did. And I'm excited about it. If he does, I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm gonna scream. I'm gonna throw the pasta around on the floor. i my mind. Okay, right. let's see. Let's get into it. Mm. Oh my God. Okay. Girl, walnuts, that's lit. It's so good. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little bit worried.
0: No, it's really <laughs> fucking good like so good. Wow. Oh my God. Mmm. Oh yeah. She's got layers, baby. I mean, I'm stealing this recipe. This is- No, you need to tell everybody it was Mikael. Mikael. Because maybe- Let me find tell- him. Maybe, maybe that'll help him bring awareness. <laughs> I know. I'm it's gonna start a search out. So. Missing Mikael's? Um, this is everything you need. It's creamy, mm-hmm. it's fresh from mm-hmm. lemon zest. It's nutty. It's not heavy at all. It's just, it's so fragrant. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like the thyme and the lemon really play nice together. Did you know what he's going to make? He's like, all oh, I know what I'll make. I know what I'll make. I, he was very casual about it. He, because, And I think because we went and bought so few ingredients, I was like, whatever, this fucker knows what he's doing. But I guess this is another thing that we, I guess, could have looked up to figure out exactly more about him. Yeah. Is that, I guess this was traditional, like, this particular ingredient combination was, like, particular to, to his region, I guess, mm. of Italy. So maybe we can figure out where they... they oh, don't you worry, gone. girl. I'm going to find him this if, week. I mean, that's really going to be the next, like, reality super series. I right? know. Finding Michaela.
0: Everyone thinks that walnuts well, are such a weird thing so it's not they're not the most popular map. They really
1: aren't. I actually used to hate walnuts as a kid. Yeah, because I would bitter. get a lot of bitter ones. And yeah, then it's just mm, mm, no PTSD. But- this is very pleasant. Well, I'm so sorry, Mick missing.
0: Um, <laughs> but if he, if he does turn up, we'll have to have him over next time. I feel like a mother who came on your show to like to find send a the miss- message out to find my child. Yeah, well, we're gonna find him. Trust me. Between mm-hmm. me and the Crusaders. So, I want to thank you so much for coming out to my house today, cooking. Thank sorry you. Sorry for, for the, hot, you. the the hot um. Weather and I'm sorry I didn't have an angel shot for you when um, the producer was coming at you. Look, if you can't stand that, he get out the kitchen. I don't need no. That's kind right. Of angel so shot. you can find my guest Adam on TikTok and Instagram at my guide bartender. Yeah, baby. And you can find Michael um, on a post the <laughs> post office on a picture with a wanted ad.
1: Yeah, or on the side of a milk carton, probably.
0: Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming over and joining. This was delicious.
1: I can't wait to make it again. Yay! Thank you for having me. You're
0: welcome. Tune <laughs> in <laughs> next time on Could I Get It in Your Pantry?